You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Danny Wexelman with Brian McTaggart, who covers the Astros for MLB.com. Brian, it's a big Wednesday today. It's the Hall of Fame announcement, and we're not going to do too much Hall of Fame chat, but I just wanted to know, do you have any vested interest, any personal interest in the the uh, announcement that's today? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I'm always uh, you know, curious to find out who's getting in. You know, this is the first time in several years I'm not you know, going to be glued and hanging on every uh, vote throw. I mean, for years it was Bagwell and, and watching his vote total climb. So now that those two guys are in there, there really isn't a you know what you call a true Astro out there. I, you know, I know some people have their eyes on, on Roger Clemens, who played three years here, and see what he might do. And then Billy Wagner, who played a, a chunk of his career here, um, you know, see how his voting totals do, although he didn't do very well last year. So there's still a few Astros out there, but with ba- Bagwell and Biggio off the board, it's certainly the interest isn't, at least in Houston and for me, isn't like it was a couple of years ago, even last year. Yeah, it's a big day. It's a big day. So by the time everyone listens to this, Amazing podcast. The announcement will be over, so maybe we'll have a little chatting to do next week. But let's start things off. I want to talk about our friend Richard Justice. He's fantastic, and he penned this great piece about Carlos Correa. He was named top 10 shortstops right now. He's a no-doubter, Brian, 23 years young. But what can he improve? What does he have to do to stand out even more this year? I think his best years are still ahead of him. Um, I think he tightened things up on defense last year. I think his power can still come around a, a little bit. And, uh, you know, I know he always wants to run a little bit more, but the Astros really aren't a team that, that does a lot of running. So, but, you know, he can just tighten up things here and there, you know, a few less strikeouts. But if he puts a full season together, 155 games, uh, you know, gets, you know, 650 plate appearances or, or what have you, I, I think he's going to put up MVP-type numbers. And having him up there as the number one shortstop, you know, I, I think there's a great debate between uh, Lindor and Correa, but uh, Correa is a, a very worthy choice. All right. Well, I think fans would like to see him doing all of those things. I I know I'm excited to see how much better this kid can get. Let's talk about Buddy Boscher's claimed off waivers from the Twins on Monday. He's 29 years old, a left-handed relief pitcher. And we talked about last week how the Astros maybe weren't done. They said, uh, you never know. So they got one more guy. So now where do you see Buddy Boscher's fitting in come opening day? He's going to be in that left-handed mix. I mean, I think it's pretty clear at this point they're not going to go out and make a significant left-handed addition but you know Busters did have some pretty decent numbers against lefty the last couple of years with the Twins. of course Tony Sipp the veteran is back the last year of his three-year deal so he's going to be in the mix as well um, I'm fascinated with Anthony Ghost who they took in the rule five draft the former major league outfielder who is throwing in the upper 90s from the left side so he's going to be in there as well but Busters just gives them another guy they can uh, you know put in that mix and and see who uh, see who comes out and they can get lefties out. You know, the bullpen has been deepened with the addition of Joe Smith and Hector Rondon, and they do have guys to get lefties out. You know, Chris Davinsky did very well against lefties last year, but you would like to have a lefty or two in there. So, and we know there's going to be injuries. So I think he's an inventory type guy, but may, maybe if he pitches well, he, he gets that left-handed specialist role. All right, so making moves, making uh, these little moves that could have a huge impact, though, come end of season. So the Astros are the Astros are doing things right. Let's talk about the former top-ranked prospect John Singleton, suspended for 100 games. The news just came out. Uh, he tested positive a third time for violating the minor league drug prevention and treatment program, Brian. So what ramifications 
does this have for the Astros, and what happens when Singleton does return? Well, you know, I really think, Danny, it'd be hard-pressed to see Singleton in an Astros uniform ever again. I mean, uh, he's going to miss 100 games. That's going to be a big chunk of the minor league season. He's not going to be, he's not going to be on the big league club. There's not a place for him. They already took him off the 40-man roster after, after the 2016 season, so his stock had fallen a little bit. But um, getting suspended three times uh, is probably a nail in his coffin as, as far as his time at the Astros is concerned. Now, the Astros did sign him to that that interesting deal a few years ago, the uh, five-year, $10 million deal. And next year, or this year, I guess, will be the last year of that. So, uh, and he's getting, he's getting, he's not getting paid while he's, while he's on this suspension list. So he's going to cost himself more than a million dollars. So there's really not a lot of money involved anymore for the Astros. So, uh, you know, if he comes back, uh, I'd be surprised if he plays at this point. So I think, uh, you know, Singleton, his his days probably are numbered in Houston, and you got to wonder if any team is gonna is gonna take a chance on him at this point, having three suspensions for uh, drugs of abuse. I know he you know he admitted a, a couple of years ago that he got suspended for pot and, and was an addict, and you know let's let's hope that he gets uh, on the right track somewhere down the line because he, he does have some potential. But uh, you know, mother mother nature's kicking along here, and he's getting older, and uh, a lot of prospects have passed him up. So uh, certainly not a good thing for his career at this point. Yeah, definitely not not the uh, best moment for him, but hopefully, like you said, he can get back on track in the right way. We're going to end our podcast on a better note, though, Brian. The Commissioner's Trophy, it's being shown off, making its rounds. But I'm wondering, Brian, if you had the chance to take that trophy out, where would you take it? Who would you show it to? Well, you know, I, I have a lot of friends, of course, that are they're Astros fans, and if I, you know, if they gave me the trophy for a day, what I would do, I would just, I would bring it to my house. I would tell all my friends who are Astros fans, I'm like, come over, you want to see the trophy? Here it is. Uh, I'd put it on the island in my kitchen. You would just say, here it is. That's your introduction to the trophy. <laughs> I'd say, here it is. They all, hey, they all, they all know. I would, they, they all know. I would have so many people in my house wanting, <laughs> wanting, wanting to see that trophy. Um, and you know the Astros are doing a great job taking all over. I mean, it, it's in uh, it's in West Palm Beach, Florida, as we speak right now, in front of their uh, their mayor and their uh, the county commissioners down there who got that that uh, spring training ballpark built. But um, yeah, I would ha- I would have a party for all my friends. You, you want to see it? Uh, come on over, and uh, you know I'll, I'll let them pop in the uh, Astros. Maybe uh, I, I wouldn't mind watching Game Five of the World Series over again and, and doing that doing that with the trophy sitting on the island in the kitchen would be pretty cool with a lot of my friends. Yeah, I feel kind of I feel kind of sad though that you can't like drink or eat out of it. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like the Stanley Cup, you right. can't I mean I guess, you know, yeah, it's just it's not you know, I I got my really first up close look at it last week and and it's a really cool trophy, but yeah, if that's some kind of cup you could put something in to eat out of it. But then again, so many people probably would have done that, I probably wouldn't want a part of that either. But it's just a beautiful <laughs> trophy and certainly certainly fun to look at and uh the astros are doing a great job trying to get it out around town and around texas so as many people as they can can see it they are absolutely all right brian well again hall of fame announcement is on wednesday that's today so we're going to talk a little bit about that next week and see if the astros make any more little baby moves or anything else great happens and if you need your astros fix make sure you go to astros.com to check out all of Brian's work. I'm Danny Wexelman with Brian McTaggart. Thank you guys so much for tuning in.